Welcome to Cindy and Joe's show. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. We are in a Jimmy Buffett booth. <laughs> because the holiday weekend's coming up, and we're going to be thinking about. And I'm going golfing. So I, I golfing. we decided golfing. Golfing. So I decided that we would have a fun segment that would talk about the etiquette of golfing. Yes, because they're very proper people, you know. I mean, it's ironic because the behavior and that will, I've seen on the golf courses is far from pristine. <laughs> I have to put this out there. I have a video that will be coming out on Sunday. Oh. Of me golfing. Oh, boy. And it might be a homage to my favorite golfer of all time. Who is? Happy Gilmore. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. The, the hockey stick putter all. Let's go. Right, right. It's like the the sport of summertime is back. People think it's baseball, but here in Detroit, hell no. Forget about the boys of summer here. We don't have a baseball team. We have none. So let's switch to golf, which is the next favorite summertime summer pastime here in Michigan. Do you know that we have more golf courses than any other state in the country? That makes sense because you know we have a very very. I think Florida might have more than us, but we're, yeah, Florida, I, we're, Florida probably has a couple more events. But I know we're right up there, actually, so, and uh, I couldn't believe that. So our golf, our golf. Uh, so we need to know our golf etiquette. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Taking calls on the course. People do it all the time. Well, you know, they say it. If you're gonna, if you're going to do it, ask in advance, pick up your ball, and excuse yourself to a remote location. <laughs> it may sound excessive. But remember, most people play golf to get away from their phone. Be mindful of that. Okay, so no answering the this phone. This is on a the typical snobby, dumb <laughs> golf rule. Uh, screw you, Golf Network. <laughs> okay, so no answering your phone on the golf course. This, this you don't want to see. We see you with a cell this, phone in your hand. This, we're coming after you. This second rule, I take personal exception to. Okay. Order rule. order way too many drinks. Now listen here. Now listen. Wait, here. is this saying not to order too many drinks? Yeah, now, I see. Okay. Now, now, now listen. They're saying stay sober now, while golfing. Now, now listen. No, screw that. Now listen here, <laughs> golf uh, channel guy. Um, the funnest thing about golfing is to get absolutely slobbered on the course, so that you can like have fun while you're shanking your balls. So you don't care. <laughs> that sounded. So you don't care how bad you suck because you only got to get out on the course twice last okay. year. So therefore, you got to drink a lot. And really, no, I'm serious. Why do they have beer cart girls? Why do they have the the little you know the the, the drink people come on? Listen, it is five o'clock somewhere every time on the golf course. Okay, like Alan Jackson said, it is five o'clock somewhere. So I don't want to hear about this. Don't overdrink yourself, okay? Yeah, that seems just the su- t- totally countered everything I've the seen. The sun is hot, and we need to get some cold beer coursing through our veins. Call Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> well, you know what? It was never an issue for me because, as you guys know, those of you who know, I don't drink. So, for me, not a big deal. I have a whole heck of a lot of fun, though. Here's why I take a You're so to it. boring. That's why you don't, that's why you don't drink. I'm see, a- I am more – I am more – see <laughs> – you got to drink to be alive. And you golfed with me. And you golfed with me. Yeah, and you thought I was hilarious because I was I was funny. Well, that's my, okay, that's my the, point. That's, I told you. Time I, Dude, I, this is my point with why I take it. You take exception to that no drinking too much rule because you like to enjoy yourself. Yes. I take exception to that because 
it's a whole lot of fun for us non-drinkers to watch the people get hammered. Let's That's go. fun for us. It's so hammer time. It's hammer time. <laughs> now, What's the next one? This one I think everyone can d- disagree with because uh, you get mad about your game. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there going, you know, you're supposed to have fun. and Don't throw your clubs. Screw you. <laughs> Sincerely, everyone, screw you. I can get mad about my golf game because I'm a competitive person. And if I want to act like MJ in the game six of the NBA Finals, I can. And you have. And I have. I've seen it. You see me snap a club. Yes, yes, yes. Very unhappy with it. No, I, I say, how are you going to possibly regulate the, you know, that up swing of um of anger that you feel when you, you know, woof it, what, four times in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah just, just screw it. Yeah, no, no. Now, the sixth rule I think is hard for me and you because we like to talk. Obviously, we do a podcast. Number six, talk too much. Now, I take exception to this rule, too, because I like to talk. I like I like the conversation with the peoples. Now, I don't like the conversation with, with assholes that like the snobby, you know, oh, don't come to my golf course and wear jorts. I can wear jorts if I want to. <laughs> my part of the conversation usually involves two words. Play through. Go ahead and play through <laughs> because I take forever. And I try to get better, but honestly, I just – I don't know what it is. I just like to take my time and I would rather, you know, I'm a, I'm a measure twice, cut once kind of person. So I would rather measure the shot. I'd look at the I want to make sure I'm using the right club. I want to take my time. And so for some people that are just whizzing through there, I say play through. So that's my part of conversation. But I understand the talking too much. Sometimes you hear people when they're drinking too much, they talk too much, they're loud, they're obnoxious. Nobody enjoys that. Now, um, this rule... I agree with because I had someone say that something to me about my uh, swing and uh, it's unsolicited swing advice. Now I told that guy, I told, I told that guy to s- take my club and shove it up his ass. That might've been talking too much. <laughs> that violated the talking too much rule. Also. Because, okay. I don't want to hear you give me advice because everyone's different. Okay. Like I, I remember this video. And there was a high school coach that commented on this. And he didn't know who the guy was in the video. He was a high school baseball coach. Not a baseball player swinging. Uh-huh. He goes, your arms are a little too low on that swing. Yeah, you know who that was? Mike Trout. <laughs> like he needs your freaking swing advice. Everyone's different. So the, the stereotypical uh, golf swing. I mean, Jesus, Pete, I mean, we... I, We've seen Trump have a bad swing, and we've we've seen, you know, I don't even think Joe Biden golfs, but I mean, we've seen the presidents; they have bad swings. Why can't we? Why can't? We, that's the fun ones that that, that make fun of because they're so obnoxious and like just. Out of, now I'm talking. I know I'm talking about your political people, but these guys, <laughs> these guys, these guys are fun to make fun of about their swing. But that's that's beside the point. But I agree with you. Unsolicited. Actually, this applies to almost anything in life. Any unsolicited advice is best kept to yourself. Yep. You know, if you want to talk about someone after behind their back afterwards, it's another thing. Don't but t- don't give them unsolicited right. advice. Right. Don't give them advice on their swing. Now, if, if it's someone like me you're playing with, 
feel free to give advice because the very first thing I'm going to do when I hit something badly or I've got a bad swing or I miss it entirely, I'm going to turn around to the person that I'm with in the cart and say, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Did you see that? And so that's, you know, that's me. So you're cool with me giving, because your advice will never be unsolicited. I'll probably solicit everybody with an earshot to please tell me what I did wrong because I want to get better because I'm competitive as well. But uh, unsolicited advice is a bad idea in almost every situation. I'm on board with that one. Way to go, Golf Digest or whoever. Now, the next one is take too many practice swings. Now, listen, I agree with that because some of these people take like 40 practice swings. They act like they're John Date. They're like that they're Tiger Woods. And it's like, I see you shrink the ball. Just hit the action ball. Yeah, come on. You're not competing for, you know, a PGA championship or uh, tour jacket here. So let's let's get on with it. I agree. I think a few, two, three swings is good. I mean, that's why they've got the practice and putting greens right before you even yeah. start. Yeah. So you can warm your swing up and all that kind I of gotta, stuff. I gotta, you don't need to take I, 40 swings. I got I to say, there, was, there was a guy that was at behind Fox Hills. No, Fox Hills, yeah, yeah, Fox Hills. And he took like 40 practice swings. And I'm like, God damn, this guy is going to take forever. This guy, he won't swing. Like, it's, it, we're going 10 minutes, and this guy has not. It's like 30 on. swings ago. You had I'm buddy. like, That's come. Stopped. Finally, I said, you know what, dude? Like, let's go. And he looked at me in disgust, like, oh, I can't believe you said that. I was like, man, you know what? Swing. Just swing away. So how many, this is this begs the question, and I'm interested to know what our listeners are thinking. How many practice swings is acceptable? Five. I would agree. I didn't even say three, but I could go as many now, as five 11, if you're really that concerned. Eleven is uh eleven is easy. It's cheating. Eleven is too many. That's ridiculous. No, eleven is cheating. Yeah. You can't cheat. Don't yeah, cheat. no, not cool. Well, I, you know, there's a lot of people that just Yeah, no. Easy on the practice swings, everybody limit yourself to five. And some people cheat, and that's not that's cool. Cheaters never win. Now, number 12 is bring spectators to watch. Now, I will bring spectators to watch if I would damn well please, because guess what? When I'm on the golf course, this is the PGA Tour. Let's go, baby. I have no problem with spectators so long as they're respectful and they're quiet and they drive the cart and go get my balls for me and and stuff like that. They go get your balls for you. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, there's no problem finding my balls because I know exactly where they're at. Now... This one I totally uh, disagree with, and this might be the longest part of the segment, but it is playing music on the courts. Personally, I am not a music listener on the courts, but if somebody is, I'm not going to stop. Just remember, it's a bit rude to ask your, playing, ask your playing partners first. Now, if I'm going with my playing partners, I'm pretty effing sure they want to hear some music too. We've always had music playing. In fact, you bring like special equipment so that you can put it onto the golf cart so everyone can hear your music if they want to. Because guess what? Alan Jackson needs to play on the golf course. Alan Jackson. Because I need to call it a day and I need to pour me something strong, hit that golf ball, and I don't give a flying hell what you have to say. Because guess what? I'm trying to have fun, okay? I'm trying to have fun. Right. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> we are having fun on the golf course. I don't like these old people who are like trying to have, they say you can't play music on the course. It's fuck you. Wow. Well, is prof- no profanity also the next, is that the next one out there? Because <laughs> you're going to have trouble with the music one and you're going to have trouble with the profanity one. 
But sometimes there's just no, nothing else to say when, you know, you sliced it to the right, you sliced it to the left, you're playing army golf, and then you go out there and then you miss the next one and you're just disgusted. So there's no really other word to say other than something profane. But uh, the music on the golf course thing, I can actually go either way within it because it really depends on what kind of music you're playing. If you're playing crap music, I don't want to hear it. If it's something I like, then I'm good with it. Now, um, one of them is making excuses. Don't make excuses? Yeah, make excuses. Like, no one cares. It's game. Have fun. I agree with that. But here's the thing. I like making excuses to why I suck. So, leave me be. Okay? <laughs> I do it all the time, so I can't really say anything about it. It's just a natural thing. Like, I have to. It's almost like I'm giving you an excuse in almost in an apologetic fashion to the people that I'm playing with. Because I'm like, yes, I know I'm horrible. I know I suck terribly. I just, I, I just got, I feel I need to explain myself when you have to witness something so, you know, unwatchable. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't freaking care. Like, it's, <laughs> let's go. Now, I, now there's some golf cart etiquette that we have to, uh, we have to, uh, Okay, now we're talking specifically carts. See, I always assume people are in a cart. I think the people who walk golf courses are insane. I, I, I'm like, there is no way I'm walking this course. It's that's I, I don't half want, to I, the I, null. I, I don't want to. I don't. Want so to I just that. assume everyone's in a cart. So yes, cart etiquette. What is it? Golf cart etiquette. Don't play music while you're going by someone who is trying to hit the ball. I agree with that. Don't play music while someone's trying no, to swing. You know what? Screw you. No, no, that's not even fair. So someone's concentrating. They've taken their 12 million practice swings. And now the people that are there with are just thankful they're actually going to now swing at the ball. They're getting ready to tee off. And they're going to hear some blaring music that they don't care for that distracts them. And now they got to start the practice swings all over again. Eh, no, I agree. Be I considerate. don't care. I don't Turn care. the music off I when you're going by someone's I do not care off. about your golf cart rule about me not playing my music because guess what? If I want to play my music, I will. Because guess what? You're going to be hearing that as I drive through your T-Box. So screw you. Wow, that's very inconsiderate. Okay, so you're violating many, many of the etiquette rules. Is there any other things we need to do on golf carts? Um, be aware of all the players, which we just hit on. Um, obviously, I don't give a flying fuck. You know what? Is, is this on the list? You know what drives me crazy? People who double park in the golf cart path. So I can't, I have to go around you down the little hill and hold to get, just to get around your damn golf carts that See, are in my you way. You hit on a good point. That ticks you me off. You hit on a good point. Most of these people who do that, they can't drive in real life. <laughs> so, like, you need to learn how to drive. You can't drive a golf cart. You can't drive in real life. So you're just a dumbass. So park your thing, like, like orderly and neat. Yeah, and so that other people that are trying to get past can get past the path. So, you know, you don't park, try. I know parallel parking is a challenge for some people. I'm actually quite good at it because you know why? Because when I went to Mich uh, Wayne you, State University. Because you, you have a freaking pulse. If you suck at <laughs> parallel parking, all it takes, all it takes, I'll tell you what parallel parking takes. It takes a brain and awareness. It takes awareness. And I'll tell you, I had to learn to be a good parallel parker when I was going to school at Wayne State down in town Detroit, and everything was parallel parking. You had no choice. If you were lucky enough to get a parking spot by nearby your class, you had to be able to learn to parallel park and parallel park there. So 
there's no reason why those in a golf cart, if you are responsible, if you're the responsible golf cart driver, you will know how to parallel park your damn golf cart in such a way that you are not in the way of other people. That ticks me off. Now, the next rule I don't agree with because, you know, I personally love it. And that is joy riding. Now, if I joy riding in the if, golf cart, if I get the golf, court, golf cart and I want to drive around and watch <laughs> other people be invalids, I can't. Because guess what? We're about to have fun. Now, if I <laughs> now if I take that golf course and try to fling it over the pond, now we have a problem. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think responsible joyriding. Which is okay. which brings me to the question. Which brings me to this story. So my buddy I work with, he was telling me that one of his buddies uh, sent a golf cart into a pond. Now I don't on that, purpose. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, okay. It was on purpose. Yeah. Um, he tried to. Uh, uh, well, first of all, he you know the you know the traps or whatever. Yeah. He hit the trap and then went flying into the thing, and he broke his arm in two places, which I think is funny as shit. Well, yeah, because he's being an idiot. I think I, you know, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad. Let's go bahing in a golf cart. <laughs> what a maroon. Anyway, go ahead. A moron. You gotta say moron. Well, anyway, you know, anybody, you, you, anybody my age. Now, listen. Wait, anybody my age who's watched Looney Tunes knows when I say what a maroon, what that means. I know oh, you're too young, God. Joe, but for those of us who grew up back in the 70s and 80s and early 90s, we know what that means. Just saying. Well, well, gotta back, tell you. back in my day. Okay. <laughs> back in your day when I was pregnant the same day, same year you were born. Whoa. But anyway. Whoa. Now, <laughs> we know what you were doing that year before. Yeah, well, you know. Well, you know. Anyways. Moving um, on. So the golf cart etiquette we obviously talked about. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite thing about doing on the golf course that people don't like? My favorite thing to do on the golf course? Other people. Wow. Well, I know what a lot of other people do that I don't do. Um, but what is my favorite thing to do that other people don't like? I, I am a talker. I'm a talker, and I am the one who gets are. the excuses. And the, uh, the, I, the politician that is the uh, excuse yeah, maker, the talker. And I the, talk too loudly. I talk uh, loudly. I don't mean to. It's just that I spend 20 minutes with Cindy, and you know you're talking to someone that's going to talk your ear off forever. Well, and I <laughs> well, and you have you to give, remember. You give Cindy 10 seconds, and she takes 40 hours. Oh, stop it. So in every and every single word should be relished. Last, last, should be relished, Joe. Last, last time Cindy was talking to me, I grew a beard. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing. I, okay, so I so I I've been professionally tra- trained to speak. Okay, and I and I've done that for a long time. Yeah, so I learned how to project my voice to carry across a crowded room. Well, I don't recognize it when I'm on the golf course. I'm not in a crowded room, so I just speak at the same volume. And that is uh, something people don't like. like so I said, like, I'm sorry like for Like I said before, last time she talked, I grew a beard. So we're good. You know what? I've got a question for you. Many, many of our athlete friends, you know, many of us, we've gone golfing with many of our professional mm-hmm. athlete friends and our former pro, pro friends. They all, a lot of them are golfers. Who do you think, Joe, of the four major sports – which ones are the best golfers? Um, that you've either observed or you've had personal experience with. Um, hockey would be up there because it's kind of an easy kind of same play. kind of motion yeah. and things like that. Baseball yeah. players, I think they they take it like baseball practice and they try to swing at it like a baseball. But some of them are very, very, very successful. Like um, I think um, 
forget who it was. I think Derek Jeter. I think he. I think he. I think he was playing at uh, the course in South Carolina, and he hit like four under. Which yeah, is pretty good. But like, yeah. I don't know. I think hockey players because it's the same motion that they hit, they shoot the puck with. Um, football players actually are pretty good at that at golf too. Yeah, well, and you know, and I think the advantage that basketball players have, a lot of those guys are on the course. You often see exactly they've got that nice pendulum swing just naturally because of the way they're built. Mm. Um, I think, you know, but by and large, I'll agree with you. I think probably hockey players are more naturally. I think hockey players are more naturally adept. Yeah, it's like a. I think that's why you see a lot of hockey players play golf is because. same kind of motion, same kind of way that they do it. Well, and you know, Darren McCarty's a huge yeah, golfer. He's darn near pro level. Darren, Darren's a golfer. Yeah, phenomenal you know, there, golfer. There's, there's a lot of golfers. I mean, yeah. like, I think uh, one of the biggest golfers that I think in the National Hockey League is Ryan Gutsla. I know he played at the, uh, I think it was, I forget what California golf course he played at. Mm-hmm. But he beat a PGA pro in that round, which, I mean, that's pretty sick because, like, the guy's, he's a, all-star NHL yeah and for him to beat a PGA pro is pretty freaking sweet I, I would say of all the sports that I think are the least adept at golf I would actually say it's baseball players um I think because they swing like the baseball players. yeah now yeah. that could be good for some of them I know some some baseball players can uh, definitely swing it but like there was a guy I seen at the their, their short game tends to suffer because they overshoot it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're they're too strong on it. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I think, you know, basketball players, like we said, they've got the natural um pendulum swing, their natural You know who's a good golfer? Out. Tom Brady. You well, in a, in football players they've got all that upper body strength. Yeah. You know, and so And you have to be smart too, and I think that, that they they've got a strong long a lot, game. A lot of those quarterbacks are good yeah. at golf because of the, the smartness that comes along with it. It's it's really a great opportunity. If you ever have the opportunity to go to a, a celebrity a golf outing with a lot of these athletes, just to just see to watch, how they play, just to watch them, yeah, yeah, yep. just to watch them. And then, like, I don't know. I think I, I think hockey would be the one. I, I don't really don't. Think here's what here's what I've noticed. I think hockey players they are the ones that like literally. If you were to take any given team right now in each of the four sports and throw them on the course without like it's we're not saying that the ones who have all this off time and all the ones who are retired that have been golfing every day since they retired we're not talking about those guys we're talking about guys that are still in the game that are really focused on their current game but you just throw them out on the course and you were to which that's a great idea for actually a celebrity golf outing to have you know the pistons against the tigers against oh, the know, lions I know, against I know, the I know, red wings i know we've had uh, tom brady versus Peyton manning in the match yeah know? stuff like that but i think if you were to do that you would find that just naturally your your hockey players are going to be the better the better team out I, there I, on the I course. Think, I think you would have that, yeah. that have, have to happen. But yeah. this has been a good segment, the golf etiquette. The golf show with Joe and Cindy. Oh God. Listen, Because it is the new game of summer in Detroit unless we get rid of Alavila and a, get a real there's baseball. There's a lot team. of snobs in golf and like I just can't stand them. So I'm here to I'm here to F shit up and you know totally <laughs> Be the happy Gilmore on the course. Yeah, that's Joe. Right on. Absolutely. We as as a reminder, we have to um you gotta you gotta drink your way through the course. I suggest <laughs> talk really loud. I suggest a twelve can, ounce can of beer at every hole. Eighteen cans of beer. Let's go. <laughs> I can't participate because I'd be wiped out Listen, in the middle just, of the second just hole there. Shotgun that beer at the middle. Just stab that hole. 
in that case, it. in that case, I have to ask if there's any etiquette regarding vomiting on the course because that's what I would be doing. Rest assured. Listen, there's nothing wrong with vomit. <laughs> vomit is weakness leaving the body. Remember that. <laughs> and just allows you to reload. Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> Because guess what? See, I don't know this, but I but I have 20-something kids, and they tell me this all the time. Because guess what? My, my kids could drink me under the table in a minute. Do you hear this? Because guess what? It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yes, I should it make is. It, it's going to start right here on the golf course. You bet. And if the phone rings, tell them I'm not here to play you. Hey, let us know what your favorite golf courses are. You're going to see Joe. He's going to post a video of him golfing. And if you're lucky, I might have to throw one out there sometime this year. too. You can laugh at it. And guess what? I'm going to be drinking on the course. You know it. And I'm going to be wearing a rugby jersey. It's going to be 5 o'clock summer. Sounds like a great weekend. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, but do it safely, everybody. Or just break your bones and let's go. Because the world end, world's ending anyways. But if you're going to do it, whatever you're going to do, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Facebook, pretty much any other and if you do, platform you can think of. And if you, you do break your arm, go to Wild Bill's Tobacco and get their bongs that they have for the, your weed consumption because you're going to need it for your pain tolerance. And you can get chewing tobacco there and you can get a smoke lit. You can get uh, roll your own cigs if you're that kind of person. Uh, degenerates. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and you can get your Marlboro Reds there, or whatever the hell you smoke. You can get anything you want Did at you Wild know? Bills. And, you, and no matter what you course know? you're going to, there's a Wild Bills nearby there. Do you know John Daly's diet? What? Yes. 16 cans of Coke, 8 M&Ms, and 2 Big Macs. Let's go. What a what a boss. Love to know when that John, cardiac arrest John is John Daly for president, guys. <laughs> better than the person that we have in there right now. Probably better than the last six presidents, because guess what? We need a real effing American in there. Real, just slamming Diet Coke, slamming M&M's. What, what is more America than Diet Coke and M&M's? Wow. So, Joe, tell us how you really feel. But tell everybody, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, my friend. Enjoy, enjoy it on the en- course. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Hit the course if Hit you can. Hit the course. Enjoy you your Memorial Day weekend. Remember why we spend Memorial Day. That's right. And, Don't forget the reason for the day. And in, in honor of them, get effing hammered. And enjoy the course. Rock on.